Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Good morning, Alan. Now, this is a specific area of County Wexford, a beautiful area, and you don't want to put people off from visiting the area because it's well worth visiting. But you've had a couple of dogs who've come from this area having drunk water and they've had seizures. What's happening, Martin? Yeah, so we're not exactly sure what is is the underlying cause, um, but we, we suspect it's a, a group of bacteria known as cyanobacteria. And what it is, is they form um, a blue-green type algae, and it's often found on, on stagnant water. So less likely in the sea, but more likely in, in the raven area of, of Curraclough, maybe out on the outside of the woodland area, or maybe inside in, in pockets of water that have formed. Um, so you'll, you'll find it on lakes, uh, freshwater uh, ponds, or um, you, know, you might have potholes of water. And basically what we're advising owners is, because we've had two dogs come in, um, if they ingest this water with the blue-green algae on it that has this bacteria, um, they, it's basically toxic to their liver and it can cause symptoms anything ranging from vomiting, diarrhoea, to seizures, to liver failure. So as you say, it's not to scare people from going out there. It's just to make people aware if they have pets, they should really have them on the lead so that they're not going wandering through the forest and maybe drinking from a source they're not aware of. And if they're visiting the area, maybe bringing out their own bottled water and, and a drinking bowl. So if, if the dogs get thirsty, especially if the weather's warm, that they, they have a source to drink from. How many incidents of this have you had so far, Martin? Well, I suppose we've, we've seen two cases and because the, the symptoms are so severe. Um, and again, I suppose there's lots of dogs vomiting diarrhea, maybe get upset stomachs and, and they're perfectly harmless. But it's just if you notice that you were out in this particular area or you were at an area where your dog jumped into a pond or, or uh, an area where it's very distinctive. It's nearly like a pea soup. You'll see it on the surface of, of lakes sometimes. And, and sometimes it can be non-toxic. But if your dog was in there, normally the, the signs come on within about 15 minutes, anywhere up to an hour, your dog could get very, or, or even cats, it's toxic to cats and people. So you wouldn't obviously go bathing in it. Now, when you look at these these um, groups of water, it wouldn't be your natural instinct to get in because they often, it doesn't look appealing. There's a, there's a slime that, that tends to form over the water and that's why this group of bacteria get that name blue-green algae because it, it just has that kind of really shiny green appearance on it. And the two cases you've had, were they both seizures or they were, were they severe vomiting? Yeah, they were both neurological cases. Those coming in, vomiting, collapsed, tremors and, and seizures. So there's no antidote to the toxin itself. So a lot of the treatment is trying to get the, the animal on fluids. First of all, getting them, we, we have an injection we can give animals to make them get sick. So that's any poison. And often, if you get it early within the first hour, you can get it from absorbing into the bloodstream. And then we, we start them on some fluids to flush through the livers and the liver and the kidneys um, to protect their function. And then we cover them with other medication as well. So thank God the first dog is, is recovered fine. And the second dog is still with us here at the moment and right. is, you know, is recovering as well. So, um, but it's just if people weren't aware and they might leave it a few hours, um, the chances of saving the pet then becomes a lot more difficult. So. Yeah. Uh, so the second dog is not out of the woods yet? No, no, look, we can't go into specifics on of cases, but not. no, the, sec- yeah, the, the second dog is still, still with us and, and recovering at the moment. Now, there has been samples of the water taken by the Environmental Protection Agency yeah. uh, and the owner has submitted a sample for testing as well. So hopefully we'll know more information, but so far that's what it looks like is this, this group of bacteria called cyanobacteria, right. but also we, we'd want to rule out anything else. There's lots of other poisons that can be found in, you know, in stagnant water. So again, it's a beautiful area, beautiful sure beach. Is. With, with the fine weather, people will be out walking and there's no issue um, with people visiting the area. It's just being a, bit, a little bit more careful, not letting your... I'd swim in that particular area around the Raven at the moment until we find yeah. out. 
And I think, I, I, I don't mind you just repeating one element of it, but you, you say a pea soup effect on the water, so maybe no harm just to mention that again, Martin, in case people... Yeah, just that's the most in. common form, you know, when, like, you know, most people, they can Google and see the images of what it looks like. Sometimes it can be brown um, and it can kind of clump together and it's less you know, less distinctive, but the classic form is this kind of really uh, slimy green-blue algae that just sits on the top of the water, or it might come as a form of foam that comes onto the water's edge. So I suppose that's the form where your pet tends to be a bit curious, goes down to the water's edge and maybe licking at the foam if they found it a bit interesting, um, and then I suppose from there then that's how they'd ingest it. Or yeah. obviously if the algae got onto their fur and then they were cleaning themselves that way. Okay, so look, if somebody listening to us at the moment it says, that is now my pet is going through this, if they've taken ill what is their course of action get to the vet straight yeah, away get, get them to the vet straight away and just explain to the vet you're concerned that they might have been exposed to this bloom green algae so the vet can help triage the call or the yeah. people on the front office that they know it's not just a regular vomiting or diarrhea that um, it, it could be potentially something more serious on it look I, I'll just get a quick comment a text has come in on the topic of dogs and beaches the amount of dogs loose on the beaches in Rossler Harbour and St Helens off the leads running up to people and kids barking and uh, at, up to the people and kids and barking at them um, and the owner's not taking any pass of them what is the, is the law I think you've made it quite clear that your dog should be on a leash yeah we've said it before they have to in public places uh, and especially the beaches all the beaches they have to be on a lead um, and look at I understand people they, they want to let the dog roam off and have that fun um, and they might go at quite times and they think there's nobody there but all it takes is for one accident to happen you know where, where a child is down low and, and a dog gets excited and often it mightn't be the dog is, is necessarily vicious other than they think they're playing, but they can just swipe or pull or, you know, interact with a child and, and cause some serious damage. So if everybody just was a bit mindful, kept them on the lead, even extendable leads that they have a way of pulling them back if they got excited or if there's a bit of confrontation between the dogs. And certainly then it keeps them away from young children on the beach. And again, reminding people to please bring the bags to dispose of any, any feces then if they do poo on the beach. Because we have beautiful beaches in Wexford and we want tourists to come and spend time. And there's nothing worse than your first few steps on a beach then as a big pile of, of dog feces in front of you. So yeah. um, we can all enjoy the beaches if we look after them together. You're a busy man, Martin. Another comment has come in. A caller said their dog was out walking on a lane where a person had sprayed weed killer. Their dog got very sick and was on a drip for two days, but is okay now. If we can let people know to be careful of this, that's another interest. That's a very good call that has come in from that caller. And yeah, it's a very it. interesting when we mentioned that last, the, the last time I was on with you about when people are out in the gardens, not just laneways, but in their own gardens, spreading, uh, putting down weed killer slug pellets, anything like that, just be really mindful of your own pets, or if you don't have pets, maybe your neighbours do, and just letting them know that you put stuff down. A lot of the time now you can get pet friendly or pet safe uh, slug pellets, and then if you are spraying, uh, spraying weed killer, especially anything like Roundup, that you just tell your neighbours, um, look, I put it out, and normally within a few days it'll be fine then if they come in contact uh, with it, but it's just that initial 24, 48 hours that it's most most toxic when it hasn't absorbed into the leaves. Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran.